calling and purpose, what the heck are they? Are they the same? Are they different? Like what? I know oftentimes we use both terms interchangeably. And I've always wondered about it. Like, have you ever wondered, like, you know, what's my calling? What's my purpose? Is it the same thing? How do I do them? And if you are like me and you have wondered about it, well, guess what? You have been blessed on today because I am talking with someone on this episode who's going to break it down for us, who's going to point us to the gospel, who's going to tell us all about all of the scriptural references. I'm so glad to have Pastor Rodney on the show today. And um, Pastor Rodney is is cool people. You know, um, I credit Pastor Rodney and his beautiful wife, Kaisha, and uh, just allowing God to use them in planting uh, the Gospel Fellowship Church in Boynton Beach, Florida, because under their leadership, I've grown significantly in my faith journey and in my walk. And, you know, it's because they obliged when God told them to move, they moved. And that's one of the things that I really appreciate about them is that they are in constant communion with the Lord and um, they're just a blessing. They are really a blessing. And I'm so happy to have Pastor Rodney on the show today. And I hope that you are truly and sincerely blessed by what he's going to talk about today. And I would love to know your thoughts on the episode. So if you're not following the Jesus Affirms Me podcast, or I'm sorry, the Jam page on Instagram, definitely do that uh, so that we can stay in touch. And then you can comment. You can let me know your thoughts on the episode because I would love to hear it. And then also hit the subscribe button if you haven't done it already. I'm going to keep reminding you jammers, which is something else I'm trying to get to stick, but I don't know, like, can it work? I, I don't know. But anyway, hit the subscribe button, rate the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on, and also leave a review so that your girl can move up in the ranks and we can bless the Lord together. All right, y'all, without further ado, let's check out this next episode. Thanks for tuning into the Jesus Affirms Me podcast, affectionately known as The Jam. My name is Audrey and I'm your host. I invite you to click the subscribe button if you haven't already done so, do it now. And also follow the Jesus Affirms Me page on Instagram at Jesus Affirms Me. I can't wait to connect with you. Welcome, enjoy the show, and remember that Jesus loves you. All right, y'all. So welcome back to another episode of the Jesus Affirms Me podcast. I am super excited for the guests that I have on the podcast today. Uh, joining me to the, on today's podcast is Pastor Rodney Wilkinson of the Gospel Fellowship Church in Boynton Beach, Florida. <laughs> Pastor Rodney, thank you for joining me on this episode and welcome to the Jam Podcast. Man, thank you. It's, it's good to be here. Thanks for having me. Not a problem. All right. So I'm going to start with asking you to tell the listeners just a little bit about yourself. And if you wouldn't mind sprinkling in a little bit of your salvation story. Sure. Sure. First of all, again, it took so much hard work and diligence to get me on this podcast. <laughs> so I'm honored that I was chosen to be a part of it. No. Um, yeah. Rodney Wilkinson um, married to the lovely Kaisha Wilkinson, four children, Jordan, Zion, RJ and Grace. Uh, about eight years ago, we started the Gospel Fellowship Church in Boynton Beach. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and it's an honor. It's an honor to get to uh, pastor those people there. Um, also get to serve as a uh, assistant regional director 
of the Southeast in Acts 29, so involved in church planning on a more regional level uh, and super excited and privileged to get to serve pastors all over the Southeast. So that's that's a little bit of, of my role. And salvation-wise, um, I'm a PK, was born and raised in church uh, multiple times a day and got to uh, high school in around ninth, 10th grade. Uh, I just started to want nothing to do with the church, uh, ran away uh, from the church, uh, saw some stuff in the church that I didn't like and I despised and I just took some time away. Um, and God and his sovereignty about my freshman year of college just began to draw me back to himself uh, in, a, in, a, in an almost supernatural way, in a way that only God can do. Um, and begin to warm me back to him and no means of discipleship at first, um, no real church attendance, just me and God working out that first year later, um, got involved in the church and began to get discipled, um, and, and begin to grow in my faith that way. Uh, one of the biggest, uh, means of growth in my faith was starting a Bible study in my room while I was in college called Catch the Fire. Uh, Florida Atlantic University, and it, it's the means in which I know a lot of the people that are at our church because God used that ministry in a powerful way to pour in the lives of a lot of college students and uh, and to teach me uh, a, a lot about himself and what he's calling me to do and what my purpose would be. So, yeah, that's a, that's a little bit of my salvation story. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah. I do just want to plug right here and say that uh, Catch the Fire Ministries was indeed on fire. <laughs> and that's actually how I came to know you and uh, learn of your ministry. So I'm really glad that God kept on you and um, sought you out to plant Gospel Fellowship because it is indeed um, a gift to many of us who get the privilege to attend the church. So thank you for that. All right. So today we're going to be talking about calling and purpose. Um, I believe that this is a really popular topic, especially among millennials and young Christians or just uh, young people in general. And being that it is the beginning of the year and people are typically, you know, mapping out their lives and their goals and just trying to figure out what the heck they want to do with themselves in another year. Um, and so that is what we will be talking about today. So I'm just going to jump right into the questions that I have for you. Mm -hmm. And um, I look forward to hearing what you have to say. Yep. All right. So let's start with uh, calling and purpose. Uh, I guess basically what do these two words mean and are they the same? Would you say that they're the same or are they mutually exclusive? Yeah. Yeah. Great, great question. Um, for me, uh, I think of the word purpose as why do I exist? What am I called to do? And this is something that I think every one of us wrestle with. I think there are times when we have it pinned down as this is what I'm called to do. And then almost like a wrestling match, it somehow becomes elusive and gets out of our hold. And we're trying to check it out again. Mm -hmm. What has God called me to do in this season, at this age, at this stage, in my, 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 my family dynamics, etc.? cetera? It's, it's complicated. And I think that's the first thing we should admit about purpose and calling. That is that is hard mm -hmm. and it's designed to be that way. I, I, I hope no one's listening, looking for a cookie cutter response. It's it's in that tension. Right. That God's God's glorified, that he's calling you to himself 
so that you can see what it is that he desires of you. But I think our, our purposes are the same. I think all of us have the same purpose, if you will. And that's to, that's to glorify God and to make much of Jesus. And I get, this, I get this out of Ephesians 3, verses 10 through 12. And when Paul is talking about uh, this, this manifold wisdom and this message that has been entrusted to him, and that is to make Christ known to the Gentiles. I think that's all of our call. We can go back to the Great Commission where he says, go out and, and, and preach the gospel to, to make disciples. It's to make Christ known. That's why we're here. Um, as believers. And if you would say, man, I don't really know if I'm a believer, so what's my purpose? I believe your purpose is to become a believer and then to make Christ known. Um, I think that's that's what all of us are called to. Um, and then the calling piece of that, though, is is, is manifested in a, in a trillion ways. Like how I do that varies. Uh, for some of us, it'll be very vocal. Uh, for instance, in my role, there's I'm, I'm preparing stuff to talk about every week to our congregation in a vocal way. I think for others, they'll do it through their life and they'll do it through the individuals they impact, uh, just, just how they carry themselves, et cetera. Um, I think there are many, many ways in business, in nonprofit, in secular realms, if we, if we even subscribe to that sacred secular uh, divide, there's just a lot of ways that we can make Christ known. I think that's what the specificity of your calling is about how am I going to do that? I think is 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 the difference between those two words. Gotcha. Okay. Good. 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 Thank you for breaking those down for us. For sure. So I'm here. <laughs> so with that being said, so basically, it sounds like you know our calling and our purpose are things that have already been kind of like mapped out for us since the beginning. Is that safe to say? Well, I think, I think calling you're discovering, I think calling is fluid. Okay. I think my calling in this season may not necessarily be my calling in the next. I see. And so it's, it's, it's always evolving. One day I won't get up on Sunday and preach. That doesn't mean that I need to stop trying to figure out how I'm going to live out my call, you know, how I'm going to live my calling out on the earth. Like I just need to find another way to do that. I um, see. Yeah. So for me, calling is fluid. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so with that being said, um, how do, I guess, our setting of goals and aspirations kind of align with that? Yeah. Well, I think when you say goals, what do you mean? Like, okay, so for example, it's the beginning of the year, you know, and I'm sitting down and I'm mapping out things that I want to accomplish this year. Yeah. Um, let's just say <laughs> uh, I'm saying, okay, you know, this year I want to be, you know, I want to be able to run like a marathon, you know, okay. um, something like that. Like, so setting those goals, I want to be more financially responsible. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I want to um, advance in my career, you know, things like that, setting goals. How does that align with our calling and our purpose? Yeah, I think I think all of those things are good as we think about them through the means of, for instance, say, for instance, I want to be more financially responsible. Mm -hmm. um, so my overall purpose, make Christ known. Now, how I handle my money, um, I think we should look at that as how do I best handle my money in a way that helps to make Christ known? 
Mm-hmm. So whether that's through, um, man, I should I should be able to have something to give, right? I shouldn't be walking around right. in a constant state of brokenness, right? <laughs> I should be able to be generous when that opportunity pr- provides for it. And so I need to be living within my means as a byproduct of making Christ known, right? And so right. I, I'll, I'll be called to handle, I'll be called to handle my money. Well, I, I'll be called to be generous. I'll be called to invest my money in good products that yield return so that in my latter years, I'm, I'm able to give more as my income increase. I think all of that is looking along those lines, whether it's taking care of my temple. So God's given me this temple. How do I take care of it? I, I, I look at my temple as the vehicle in which God is going to use to make Christ known. So I want to, I want to monitor my health. I want to make sure I'm exercising and eating right and doing the things that I need to do. Right? It's for me. It's all about how do I best, at the end of the day, make Christ known with what He's entrusted. And so I think I think goals are great. You know, things that you mm-hmm. want to accomplish. Um, but I think the trick of it and what makes it different is I'm asking this question and I'm putting Jesus at the center of everything that I'm doing. Right. It, it, it helps us focus our aim on what really matters. It keeps us uh, walking in lockstep with him because I'm not just busting moves to bust moves or I'm not just doing stuff that I saw on social media or what all my friends are doing or what's cool right now. Like I'm, I'm asking him and taking these these goals to him in prayer and then living my life as it evolves out of that i think is i think it's helpful okay so what would you say to someone who's saying okay you know i've written out these goals and i'm you know uh setting them before the lord and i'm praying about it but i feel like i haven't heard from the lord and so i'm just gonna you know do (laughs) do what needs to get done um what then would you say to that person yeah, I think it's um we we kind of talked about that this week in in decision making. Yep. Um and I think it comes to a point where we feel uh that I have to make the right decision or all the pressure is on me to 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 make this choice or to make it happen. And uh my response to that is man because of what Christ has accomplished on the cross for you you are free to choose. Now we're not choosing sin, not telling you to wild out or to, <laughs> to, to do something unbiblical, but you're free to make a choice. And here's the good news. Whatever you choose, if you choose to go left, God's gonna be with you because he promised that he wouldn't leave you or forsake you. Uh, and if you choose to go right, he's gonna be with you too, right? God's, yeah. gonna, God's gonna accompany you along the way. But I wanna put that preface there that you are, that you're that you're in the bounds of scripture, that you are to the best of your ability, you're looking and saying, Man, God, is this is this honoring to you based on what I know in scripture? And if you can't find where that's sin, then man, bust a move. Right. Uh, do something. <laughs> don't just sit on the fence and be well, I don't know what to do. No, like you know, just 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 choose. Right. And that's part of, and this is this is why we call it a relationship with the Lord Jesus. It's not that he is the master and you are the servant. If I make the wrong choice, then, oh, my gosh, I'm doomed. No, like, he's your father. Amen. And he loves you. And you can choose. 
And I think that's a tension, even as people are trying to figure out what is it that I'm called to do? Um, I got a call one day from a family member. They said, Rod, I'm so jealous of you. I said, why? They said, you just get to do what you're called to do. And they assume because I'm a pastor and I <laughs> preach that I'm walking in this perfect, you know, lockstep deal with my calling and what he's called me to do. And, and, and don't get me wrong. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely blessed. Um, this, this is a dream that I get to, 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 to tell people about Jesus and come up with ways for, for folks to grow in their relationship with the Lord. Like it's, it, it's an honor what I get to do, but I'm still at this age and stage of my life wrestling with what else is he calling me to do? Mm. It has to be more than just where I am. I'm always thinking down the road and what else based on the gifts and talents that he's given me, is he calling me to do? Um, had an interesting conversation with someone who was just like, Rod, um, what do you see yourself doing uh, in this organization? And, and, and it's a pretty big organization. I just thought to myself, man, like what an open-ended question. <laughs> and it's like, based on what my gifts are and what my time allotment is and the energy I have, what do I think I can do? I think God's asking you that in his whole world. Uh, my son, my daughter, what would you like to do in my world? Wow. Uh, based on the gifts and talents and how I've wired you and your personality, and your background, and your education. God's so good that he's been using your whole life as a gumbo. Mm. ready to display you on a plate to the world. What would you like to do? And I think sometimes we don't allow ourselves the privilege of thinking and choosing. So we sit on the sideline waiting for what's in our, in our trust to do. That's really good. Um, because it is, that's so true. Like sometimes it's like, you know, there's several different options <laughs> to yeah. choose from and, um, you know, fear can be so heavy, you know, um, and it could make you really stagnant because you don't want to choose wrong, yeah. you know, but one of the promises that I've been resting on recently or resting in recently is that, you know, wherever I go, like wherever my feet take me, God will mm -hmm. be there also. So whether it's, you know, the right way or the wrong way or whichever way, God's still going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so I like that. Just go, you know, choose yeah. an option and go. What is the wrong way? That's a now, uh, now, 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 again, not talking about sin. Right. You know, don't 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 wild out and say Pastor Rod told you that <laughs> stealing stuff. But what's the wrong way? If if he makes all things work together for the good, I was talking to a brother this week, and the brother said, you know, um, Pastor Rodney, I I feel like um, I should have launched out into full time ministry, but I decided to stay home and to 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 tend to my wife and my kids and to work this job and he said I felt like I missed God and I'm like brother for the past time for the past couple of years that you've been doing that you've been saying yes to him and that yes to serving your family and your wife is just as important as that yes to launch out into full-time ministry what was the wrong way right he causes all things to work together for the good of those that love him and I think we read that verse and say he causes some things to work together mm. um he, he, he causes the things to work together if I choose the right thing. Right. No, no, no. He, he, 
he causes all things to work together. And God is writing a more grand narrative with all the things that we do um, than we can never dare dream or imagine. But our God is sovereign. He's in control. He knows what he's doing. And he's inviting you into opportunities to trust him and to grow in your relationship with him. I think, I think we should be, I think, I think we should be enjoying that. Amen. I think we should be enjoying that too. Uh, okay. So I'm going to transition a little bit um, and I'm going to focus on like calling. So say for example, you know, someone's listening there like, you know, I feel that God is calling me to preach. Let's just say that, you know, you're a pastor, you would, under, you would understand that calling, right? So someone is saying, you know, I feel that God is calling me to preach, but I really don't feel equipped in doing that. For example, I was speaking to one, someone the other day, and uh, this person was telling me a story about someone they knew uh, where <clears throat> this man thought that uh, he felt the Holy Spirit or the urge to go and plant a church. Right. Um, you know, so he uprooted his wife, his kids, and they went and planned the church and the church didn't, you know, work out, I guess. And they ended up moving back to where they originally came from. So I guess my question is, you know, if you're feeling a calling, you know, how do you, well, I guess this question is probably loaded, actually. So one, you know, I'm called, I feel called to preach, but I don't feel equipped. And then the second is, you know, how do I know when I'm to move? with that calling yeah yeah no that's good i'm kind of um let me try to answer the first one because i think that'll help for the second one uh, the equipping piece um is found in the doing okay um, and I'm I'm just a firm believer in that. Like I like I feel there's a sense where you need to get equipped. Like if you're going to be a doctor, you need to go to, to 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 medical school. You need to, you know, do what you need to do to get prepared for that. Or any other field. There's there's a season of preparation, but in the season of preparation, they include opportunities for you to apply the knowledge you're getting in whatever right. field of study you're pursuing. And so. I feel it's the same way if I'm called to preach, man, prepare, read, study, um, take classes, go to seminary. I'm a huge advocate of formalized education, um, like go get it. But you don't even have to do formalized these days. Man, you can get online <laughs> and learn and learn a ton, study to show yourself approved. But that next step is go preach. Like, like you, you are not going to learn to preach just by studying. You're going to learn to preach by doing, and you can preach to yourself in the mirror. You can that's preach true. to your roommate. That's that's how I started. I think it's important not for you to wait for somebody to give you an opportunity. Go make an opportunity. Go do it. Like you started this podcast. You didn't wait for somebody to invite you into how to start a podcast class. You just started it. You started that's doing true. it. What you find is part of the equipping comes as you have need to be equipped. Part of the tension of, of preaching comes when there's somebody waiting to hear you and there's a pressure to equip, there's a pressure to train. I think, I think a part of that comes in the doing and I think if we wait until there's perfect moments, then it won't happen. To get back to this guy who went and planted this church and, and, and the church didn't make it, and I see that often, um, church planning is hard uh, and it's not 
a great percentage of churches that always succeed. Our network has a great percentage, but church planning is hard. Um, this man uproots his family, those who plant this church, and it doesn't work out. I think the problem we are struggling with with this, with this young man is people see that as a failure. Okay. And God doesn't see that as a failure. Wow. He was being obedient. Like, if my child is learning to walk and they stumble, I'm not going to say, gosh, how, you know, how could you stumble? We, we worked on this. We've talked about this. I showed you videos on this. No, you're going to say, get up, baby, and keep walking. Right. And a part of how this brother, bless his heart, is learning to hear and discern God's call is he was obedient enough to obey what he knew until he knew better. And I think that's a lot of times what we don't do. We, we don't obey what we know. We're waiting to get more information. And, and in many cases, God is, God is waiting for you to obey what you know. Obey what you know. Do what you know. And so this brother, um, I, don't, I'm, I don't see that as a failure. I think it's an opportunity for people to exercise their faith and um, for people to get connected. Maybe somebody heard the gospel that would not have heard the gospel. Like God's sovereign and he makes it work. I think what we are trying to do in our quest is how do I avoid failing or how do I avoid not being successful? And I just remind us that Jesus came on this earth and, and he lived a really good life and they killed him, right? Like mm -hmm. sometimes our plans are not going to lead to success. So I would just say to look at it as a relationship that you're growing in and you're learning to trust him more. And I'd rather venture big things for God and fail than to never have ventured anything at all. Come on, mic drop. Whatever we call, whatever we call failure to go back to that word. But I think that's, that's important. That is important. That's, and that's also super encouraging too, um, especially I think in today's society, like we're so afraid of failing, mm -hmm. you know, that we don't try, you know, sure. but, you know, I'm trying to learn that failure is not a period, but a semicolon yeah. or a comma. Yeah, absolutely. So praise God for that. Praise God for that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So how do we know when we're successfully walking in or living in God's purpose or calling? How do we know? That's a, that's, a, that's a really good question. How do we know when we're doing that? I think I think you're I think people will affirm it. Okay. I think that's that's part of the way that uh, you know you're walking in it and people are saying, man, this 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 really blessed me, this really encouraged me. I think that's one of the ways um, God confirms his work through you. I think there's a joy that you get in doing it. Um, that he brings you, he brings you fulfillment in being able to do whatever that thing is. Um, I think it's also just your your means of obeying what God says. You know that you are to the best of your knowledge, to the best as you can see. I am fulfilling what God's called me to do at this time, whether that is, man, I just really need to pour into um um, mentoring these kids. Uh, we have a young lady at our church that, that runs a mentoring program and getting ready to go there tomorrow. And she's mentoring all these kids and getting ready for college. If that's what God's called me to do, man, let me be faithful in doing that. And, and man, let me just 
obey and do what he's what he's called to do. I think, but I think people affirm that. I think you get a joy in 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 doing that, and results are coming as a means of that. But I think on the flip side, you're always in discovery. You're always assessing. You're always feeling the tension. And I think what we are seeking for is how do I get to the point where I know I'm doing what God's called me to do and I never have to question anything again in the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And I can sit back for 40 years and chill. <laughs> no, it's like it's, it's this constant growing and dependency um, and this this unsettledness and movement is what God uses to grow our trust in him and our faith in him. And so it's a journey. This is a journey. Awesome. Amen. Journeying with Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Are there any resources that you can recommend to uh, anyone regarding calling and or purpose? Any good books you've read, podcasts you're listening to? Are there yeah. any recommendations? Yeah, I think Rick Warren's book, The Purpose Driven Life, is one that I often go back to. Um, I think he does a good job of, of, of narrowing why we're here. But for me, uh, what is what was paramount, probably most paramount for me in discovering purpose and calling is the book of Ephesians. And I encourage people to to go back and read that book like you would any other book. And I think married to this idea of calling as identity. And I think understanding who we are in Christ and what Christ has called us to be and who we are in relationship to him is, I mean, until you get that piece, then, then the calling is a little bit hard to wrestle with. Um, but I would encourage people to read the book of Ephesians. I think in that book, uh, Paul lays it out beautifully, um, what our purpose is and what our calling is and, and how we put those things into action. So, yeah. Amen. Okay. So thank you again, Pastor Rodney. We have reached the end of our episode. Um, <laughs> I know, right? Uh, this is good. Uh, but, you know, it's, attention spans are not what they used to be. So we are going to wrap it up right here. And again, I just want to thank you so much for agreeing to be on the show. I know that you have very limited time these days. You have a wife and army of kids and you're <laughs> leading a church and you're working a job and all of these things, all of these good things that God has going on in your life. So I appreciate you taking the time to come on the Jam Podcast. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. This was really dope. I appreciate it. Not a problem. Now, if uh, I do have two ending questions. Uh, the first one is um, how can listeners connect with you if they wanted to reach out, maybe ask some follow-up questions? And then two, after you um, let the people know how they can reach you, uh, if you wouldn't mind letting us know how Jesus is affirming you. Yeah, yeah. Um, Facebook, Instagram, Rodney Wilkinson. Um I don't know if you guys are going to see a dynamic profile on those <laughs> <laughs> on those social media platforms. Um, website, gossipfellowship.com. Um, I'll point you to that. Um, and yeah, how is Jesus affirming me? Man, if I'm honest, um, you know, I shared with, with, with Audrey before the show, today was just a tough day. Um, Today was a very, very challenging day. And what I'm learning in, in my life is that Jesus wants to show up in the darkest news you get. He wants to show up in 
in times where you think you may have made mistakes or in times where you may even feel like you made poor decisions. And he wants to show you in that moment and in that very place of questioning that I am still in it and I'm going to use that for my glory. And it's been, it's been fun to watch him do that. Wow. Um, and I've just found that it's been, it's, it's caused me to look at situations differently uh, and with more confidence in who my God is because I see him showing up in the real, real darkness of some stuff that happens. And so, yeah, so he's affirming me because he's with me uh, in short. And, and I'm realizing how much he's with me more and more in these seasons. So I'm thankful. Amen. And I'm thankful too. Again, thank you again <laughs> for agreeing to be on the show and for spreading all of your wisdom. I appreciate it. I'm sure the listeners appreciate it. And um, maybe we can have you back at another time. You think so? <laughs> oh, that'll be so dope when I get back. Don't do this. Don't do this. That's it went so well. Oh, man. All right, y'all. Y'all be blessed, man. Thank you so much for having me.